Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. Hello, Sheila. And who are we watching more, Vincenzo? Uh, last week, we were a little startled at the fact that they were going to be uh, actually doing a court case on this weird comedy action show. And yeah, they found a way to make the court case just as thrilling as all of the other episodes. <laughs> well, we've had the first one, which was funny. Yeah, which is very just... funny. It was an aborted court case because, you know, they let in wasps. Yeah. <laughs> hornets. Exactly. Murder hornets. Yeah. Murder hornets. Yes. It was quite brutal. Uh, but now they actually have to pull off the case. And last we saw, Vincenzo was being let in uh, in his vest, not his jacket, just his vest. Yes. To uh, in testify in court. Yeah. Which is uh pretty fantastic <laughs> because it gets uh it gets wonderful right away yeah because we find out the reason he's in handcuffs right <laughs> is because he went to the bar where a bunch of guys from babel were having a drink and picked a fight with them and beat up four guys it's <laughs> Obviously, like, okay, I know it's it's a fantastic scene when he beats <laughs> up the four guys. Love yeah. that scene. But what's so much better is as you're watching the whole scene, you're like, how on earth does this in any way, right, <laughs> get him evidence that he can use in court? Him viciously beating people up. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. It's like, how exactly is this going to help them in court? Yeah, because then he's, but you, but you did see him slide the phone. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm saying at the start of the speech. Yes. He's like, you're like, what does this have to do with anything? And he's like, then he says, and it turns out, uh, you know, all of these guys knew that BLSD was killing people and they covered it up. And they're like, uh, did they say that? And then you're like, did they say that in the bar? I really feel like they didn't. And he's like, no, actually, uh, what happened was during the fracas, one of their phones got dropped and a random good samaritan picked it up and since it was completely unlocked he found it was full of you know criminal communications between these people and he sent it to us and because some random good samaritan just found a phone there's no question of us stealing the phone or its admissibility yep <laughs> it's that guy's fault for losing his phone <laughs> oh that's such a good reveal <laughs> oh it's such an amazing reveal the poor judge <laughs> i know well and that's the thing it's a public hearing so it's like there's a limit to how corrupt the judge can be yeah yeah there's a limit to how corrupt openly corrupt the judge can be right it's a really nice thing and it, also it's great the uh the little sleight of hand uh there's a great bit of sleight of hand that their uh paralegal does Yes, yes. In order to like pretends he's talking on his phone, then pretends to be shocked and falls down, and then picks up the phone off the ground. Is like, oh, this is the phone I was talking on, and puts it in his pocket. Just like a nice little bit of capering. Yeah. They're they're all in the game now, and it's and it's lovely to watch. They're all in the hustle. Oh, exactly right. Yeah, and it's like doesn't matter if he's illegal, right? It's completely immiscible because I was sent the phone. Yeah, I was sent the phone, and he didn't steal the phone. I was sent it. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And then he just starts talking about how they knew it caused leukemia, right? He, uh, the, all of these files prove that it caused leukemia, right? So what can they say? You know, it's like, 
obviously uh, you have to find in our favor. They knew it. They covered it up. And then Miss Choi wonderfully walks right into his trap by saying, he's just a guy with a phone. He in no way is qualified to talk about medical yeah. <laughs> medical information because yep. they know that they have threatened every doctor who could possibly talk about this situation except there's one doctor they missed <laughs> oh. that was so satisfying so funny so satisfying so beautiful like oh okay so you want us to call a uh <laughs> A medical witness. You want us to call a medical witness? We'll call in a medical expert to be a witness. And then the door opens, and it's the the wife of the head of the chemical company. It's, it's Gil's wife. Gil, yeah. Director Gil's wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, ain't happy. Nope. And that's the thing. It's funny how this works for them more than once, because all of these guys cheat on their wives. Yeah. All of these guys are drunk with their power and cheat on their wives as a matter of course. And so you've got all these, you know, you can always blackmail them and you can always get a disgruntled wife to help you out. Because <laughs> all of these guys. And Director Gill freaks out so much that they have to throw him out of the uh, proceeding. Yeah, they drag him out of the courtroom. Well, but then he comes back in. Oh, no, he does come back in, but it's like, it's a great thing that he like, how can she talk? And he starts screaming and they drag him out, which of course just makes them look all the worse. Because again, it's a public hearing and the and the judge can only be so corrupt publicly. Well, and this isn't America. Right? Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't America where <laughs> judges just serve for life and no one cares and they can just be as crazy and evil as they want and nobody does anything. Like this is a real civilized country where there are consequences if you're openly corrupt. Yes. Yeah, not like America. Uh, but then we get a, the scene where he, uh, where he, was that, was that too mean of a drive-by? That was too mean. Well, after, after what happened in Wisconsin this weekend, no. How can I not say that, right? Uh, in case you're wondering, we're recording this. It's after a certain judge was publicly super corrupt. Let's just say that. Super, super corrupt, super bad at his job. Super tried to get someone weirdly. Normally, when judges are super corrupt, they try to throw people in jail illegally. This time, they he went out of his way to uh get let a criminal free, but that's a conversation we will have later. Yeah, uh, just yeah. in your dreams, yeah. I'm so sick and tired every time. Okay, we're not gonna have that. So, later. All right, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, they, we get the wonderful <laughs> scene of him introducing himself to the uh doctor's wife and we get this scene of a painting of the french revolution yeah right and how the the note that uh over and over again he put all of the colors of the french flag in the uh frame because they are the french flag in case you don't know this the three colors represent the three ideas of the french revolution uh brotherhood equality and uh, liberty yes and so each color represents a different thing. And so he uh, he oh, was sure to put them all of the all of them on the flag and all in the painting over and over. Yeah, again. he's explaining to uh, Doctor Gill. Yeah, Doctor Gill, who's Dr. Director Gill. Gill's. Well, yeah, Director he's Gill's also, wife. Yeah. But in her own, he's life. also a doctor. Yeah. Oh no, she's uh, she's an expert in cancer. Coincidentally. 
And then it turns out that uh, every that uh, she has all of this information, right? Yeah. Because she's uh, the her husband has been asking her as an expert about this stuff over email all the time, and they're like, "That's privileged communication between a uh, husband and wife." <laughs> husband and wife, and it's like, except I was CCing an expert in this kind of cancer on all of our communications for a second opinion. So no, there is no expectation of privacy. Oh, they so absolutely crushed. And he just and I asked him to send me all the emails back. Yeah, send me all the emails back, and that way, boom. Yep. <laughs> that way, I have them in a completely in a completely ethical way. Oh, I it was... I just love. Why did you neglect to mention that you were stop gapping all of his work? And it's like, well, it's my husband. I had to protect his ego. He could know that his wife was checking on all of his work behind his back. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, it's such a good line. She was so pissed off because, of course, Vincenzo has not only told her about the mistress, yep. which she already knew. Yep. She'd figured out. But he said, and here's all the money he's in. Yeah, he's and hiding he, all of this money. So when he divorces you, he'll get to keep all of his money. And we're going to take your divorce case and he's going <laughs> to not have a penny left. <laughs> I know. And and the kicker, the <laughs> wonderful kicker. And we still don't really understand how this part of the Korean court worked because it came up last week and we were baffled by it. She's like, oh, by the way, here's the meth he hides and does. Yeah. It's like, and as you know, since he's doing all this meth, you really can't trust his testimony. <laughs> we established that last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. That's right. And, and the thing I love most is that when, uh, <laughs> like, when the wife is, you know, publicly confronting her husband <laughs> and screaming at him, the, the thing I most enjoyed is Jun Woo. Just being, you know what? I know I've lost this and I'm just entertained at this point. Yes, yeah. Yeah, well, he doesn't, he, yes. He, he'll be pissed later, but right now he's just like, God damn it. They're good. They're good at this. And then when she starts beating the shit out of her husband. I know. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the court and they're trying to stop her. Drag her off of him. <laughs> <laughs> just going, yeah hi oh, yes the things you can do on screen that make make us feel a certain amount of satisfaction because you can't do it in real life <laughs> yeah so then uh <laughs> juno <laughs> takes his brother outside uh Ju uh Woo takes his brother outside mm -hmm. right <laughs> he takes his brother outside and it's just like okay this is over. Uh, we're announcing a settlement. Like, uh, go apologize to the victims, pull BLSD off of the shell, like pull it out of production, announce a settlement, and be sure to bow and apologize at the end. Yes. And the guys, and then he's like, well, what about Babel Tower? And he's like, yeah, we're definitely starting uh, demolition this week. It's going to happen. And then we get our first clue about why the Tower of Babel might actually be so important to him uh i get it's he's getting like all of it's going to be off they've already contracted for it to be office space for like all of the judges yeah 
in Seoul, I guess. And then uh, and on the prosecutors well, and all of that. And so I guess, I mean, I don't know exactly what the plan is after that, but maybe they're going to like have surveilling everyone built into the building so that they will be on top of everything that happens within the law from then on. Like, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of that it could be that important. But it's like, instead of just bugging an office, the entire building is built as a surveillance thing. So just having all of the legal people in there yeah. essentially gives you an in on everything. Yeah, I don't well, know for sure. I have no idea. We're going to find out. Yeah, I just made my prediction. Out and I can't tell anything. you. <laughs> yeah, you can't say anything. No. But he says that this is the future because they're all going to be in there. So that's what I'm confused about. But hey, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Like just in the first 20 minutes of this episode, they win their case. Yeah. It was so, so satisfying. It really is. Oh. It's like unusually satisfying. <laughs> and then we get, uh, then we see Junwoo actually frustrated, screaming at the head of Wu Sang and Miss Choi as he yeah. as he drives them around. And uh, they take Vincenzo. She takes Vincenzo to go get a new suit. <laughs> yes, ten suits. Yeah, you know, that's what he was owed. That was what he was owed for his help in the case. Uh, although what I did like, and they announced uh, in a nice thing, uh, it turns out that he is uh, luckily, and again, uh, they're they're going out of their way to say that this guy is almost too perfect. Yes, it, it, that he is the sample size that they make suits in. <laughs> he's too perfect. We all he's too know perfect. this. Like he literally has the uh, has the build of a suit mannequin. <laughs> So they're able to just buy him suits with any, uh, able to grab him suits. It's fantastic. Oh, she also gets him a pen, which is very nice. Yes. Not because they're partners now. But he can't say thank you. He has to of say, course not. don't like the yeah. font. Yeah. Not, or as he said, not, not don't like the font. Uh, so much more subtle. That's not the font I would have gone with. Yes. That's not the font I would have gone with. Yeah. Oh, uh, then uh, she <laughs> Jun Woo drives them out to a quarry and smashes up the car with a three iron while they're still inside it. Damn. And demands to know how they're going to fix this. Yeah. You're and supposed it's like, to fix yeah. this. Yeah. This you're supposed to be on top of this. Yeah. No, it's great. Right? It's, what do you call it? They're, uh, what I loved is that they're just like, yeah, they're they're going to they're absolutely right going to uh, win this thing no matter what. Mm. Right? They're they're going to win this thing. They're going to do everything. It's like you're supposed to be the best. How are you being beaten by a woman who works in a shopping mall and some guy from the mob? You know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yes, they underestimate scumbag yeah. from the mob, the mafia. Yeah, the mafioso. <laughs> well, no, and what's nice, right? And this is, it's kind of interesting. And his first response is, I'll deal with Vincenzo. You just destroy Yu Chung. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, you just destroy her. And the weird thing is, like, that's actually not going to be that hard to do because she did commit a lot of fraud while working for Wu yeah. Sang. Yeah. Like, it's not actually, like, 
it's this weird situation where they don't really have to frame for, frame her. No. They just have to reveal the stuff she did for them. Yes, and deny that uh, deny they that knew they anything. anything. Yeah. They knew anything exactly. about it, right? Which I'm I'm sure they did. Uh, well, they did know she was doing illegal stuff, but with a job like this, I'm sure you don't tell them the specific stuff you're going to do. Yeah, or you uh, told your boss. Your boss just assumes that. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, well, no, but I mean, look what uh, look what Jun Wu does. He says, "says Get it done. I don't care how. Get it yeah. done." Yeah, I don't. And, you know, it's your that. job to make sure this happens, no matter what. Oh, and then they go to visit the guy who has cancer, which is nice. Yes, everybody goes to visit the guy who has cancer. Right, and then um, we get a uh, a little moment with we had two comedy bits uh, in there where the guy the spy is like, I don't get it. He's a criminal, but now he's rescuing people. And I got to figure out what's going on with this Vincenzo. That's and so then, funny, eh? yeah, and then uh, and then the cook says, I just started a new menu for all of the great tastes of Tuscany. Why don't you come by the restaurant and I'll serve you? And he gets one withering look from Vincenzo. It's like, or I can make you coffee. Yeah. Or you could have, you could also have coffee. <laughs> yeah. And then he uh and then Vincenzo announces, like, yep, the new building's gonna be ready to go, just like I promised. And suddenly everyone's not psyched about the new building anymore. <laughs> right. <sighs> yeah. Yep. And then uh Oh, and then Vincenzo has missed uh, another meeting with the guy who's in charge of demolition for the company. And he's like, here's the thing. I have held it up as long as I possibly can, right? But if I don't get demolition started in the next week, they're just going to take it away from me. And I won't be able to help. I won't be able to stop it anymore. So whatever you're going to do, do it. Soon. ASAP. Yeah, as soon as possible and uh oh and he has stopped he has dumped his mistress and isn't cheating on his wife and uh now the family goes camping every weekend (laughs) which is a nice touch (laughs) a little line oh god it's 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 always with this show it is the little things everything like i was going to say whenever somebody gets hurt for example yeah. This is just makeup stuff, and oh, yeah, you don't always know it the first time through, but they actually do manage to maintain this the, the healing process as we're going along in the show. Yeah, you know, it's like it, it nobody heals immediately, no, nobody's at back at work a hundred percent the next day. It's true. Hours later, in a way, they're like being more realistic than we're used to. Yeah, for for a show that is just over the top, right? The little things, the day yeah. things, are mm. um, consistent, and um, it, it's just this attention to detail that just keeps yep. making me so. Well, no, uh, they, but you're right. They've thought through all of these little details in the costuming, in the makeup, every part of it. They put, yeah. They're they putting in the work to make this a world that is internally consistent and makes sense. So, and yeah. as, okay, as silly as this sounds, you yeah. can watch his five o'clock shadow. You can. 
You can actually you can tell see. how long it's been since he shaved. Absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, you even like, though the makeup is over it, right? Yeah. You can, you can see it. Through you can it totally tell. You can. Yeah. yeah. And at the at the end of the day, it's there's more hair. There's right? more. Absolutely. It's, I it's, have noticed that. <laughs> you, you just kind of go, oh lord. They care about consistency in this show. Well, right? they can, and they care about imparting realism or giving giving these people well imparting realism to the audience yeah. in terms oh, of absolutely. even though all of these people are so weird and yeah. so over the top <laughs> but they're just like everybody else oh absolutely they all have to shave then they all when they get hurt it's humanizing absolutely Again, totally like human well, look at the stuff with the judge. He was away for a week. Yeah. And then when he comes back, he's still got bruises on his face. Yeah. He's not all yeah. swollen up, but they made sure to still have bruises on his face. Yeah. It's they just care like, about these details. I love it. I just yeah. love it. Oh yeah. And yes, and, right. and hopefully our audience doesn't care that we're not ripping things apart. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> for a change. But it's almost as if we're watching the anti-criminal minds. (laughs) Where they where they always have a line on where every character is in every scene. Because, spoiler alert, we now have gone like the for an episode and a half now, the people in the building have been acting really weird. Yes. And we're only now going to find out why. Why? (laughs) Like, although before we get that, we get the wonderful scene where. He said, uh, where Jun Wu said, uh, whatever you need, like to bribe the prosecutors, I will get you. Just get it done. And so they go and they see the head prosecutor and they're essentially like, we know you don't want money, but we can uh, definitely, given our connections, help your political aspirations. So because obviously the guy wants to be president uh, of South Korea and uh, we can help that if you're willing to be, you know, work with us. And he screams at them and he throws them out and he's absolutely disgusted that they thought he could be corrupted. And they're like, this is not the way this was supposed to go. No. So I, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a shock. And I mean, the way they treat people. Oh yeah. Like there's this hierarchical structure. Yep. Right to all of this, uh, it it is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, and uh, by the way, Vincent, we saw that I missed skipped over a conversation Vincenzo has with Mister Cho, where Mister Cho has found a structural engineer who he thinks can cut his way into the vault, even if they don't like before the building is dismo- demolished. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, but the building's got structural issues, and he's like, yeah, but this guy works with buildings that are a hundred years old. He shouldn't have a problem. He's just got to go and see it. Uh-huh. Then Vincenzo comes back to the building and he has another encounter with the, the restaurant lady's son who is doing his, uh, who is doing his uh, YouTube broadcast. That's so funny. Yeah. Doing it. I know, he right? He started up a channel. And he, he seems started to up be- a channel where it's pretty popular, where he does scary stuff on the internet. Yeah. Like he's right now uh, playing a, a ghost lady with an upside down face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, shouldn't you be studying? Yeah, I'm really good at this. <laughs> yep. The uh, it's it's fantastic. And then uh, Vincenzo goes home, and you're like, okay. The uh, 
Come on. Uh, no, I just think it's so funny. And you're like, well, thank God there was this news broadcast to tell us what was going to happen later in the in the episode. Because uh, if we find out that like the head coach of the yes. biggest uh, football team in Italy, and of course, Milano. we mean real football, uh, BC Milano. Yeah, right. Is there in town to scout for a uh, Korea a Korean uh, football player? And they say he's looking for the next a guy. So I guess there's a famous Korean player playing in Italy that we're just not aware of because that's yeah. how they certainly act like. Well, we're not. And so so they they're going to pick guys to. Uh, it, they're going through all the youth clubs in uh, in Korea, and they're going to find the best players, and they're going to bring them to a month long camp. And the best people at the camp are going to get the most intensive training possible to try and turn them into soccer stars. Yes. I use soccer that time because I'm from Canada and it's confusing sometimes. And I apologize for that. Well, yes. And, and in, in America, it's called soccer. Well, no, but we call it soccer here, too. And we really yes. shouldn't. But yeah, we got to get you got to get that football straight in our heads and then we get another moment from vincenzo where he looks at the watch he's like well this was a sweet gift <laughs> yeah it was a sweet gift uh and then we get more the uh mr cho gets ambushed by the monks because he's waiting to meet the architect to look over the building and the monks <laughs> are kind of like what are you uh what are you up to what are you up to and it's like they don't like him you yeah. Oh, yeah. I absolutely. Still think that he was the owner of the building. Oh, absolutely. And then you get the wonderful. Uh, why don't we? Uh, if you want to chat, why don't we go to the temple? He's like, no, let's not go to the temple. I would rather talk out here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice uh, because meanwhile, Vincenzo and the architect are downstairs looking over their temple to say, "Can we tear it apart?" And unfortunately, it's so shoddily constructed that they couldn't drill more than a couple of centimeters into the floor without endangering the entire building. So basically, there's no way that you can do this without tearing down the building. Yeah, he's in a, Vincenzo's in a bit of a bind. Yeah. If only there was some way to hack the entrance, but he's already confirmed that's not possible. Uh, and then we get... A kind of a pivotal scene as uh for this episode who uh yeah as jun wong and the, the the chairman go to uh visit their shrine of their dad i guess it's his birthday or the anniversary of the day he died or whatever yeah and uh they've laid out all of the food and drink and one of the items laid out is a big pile of gummy bears mm -hmm. that jun woo just grabs a fistful of very uh the significance of we'll understand in a minute uh but yeah then they uh decide to chat about you know the next day they've got to do the uh they've got to offer the settlement right and it's kind of nice that he don't pr uh, that june Wu says <laughs> dad's lesson that the father's lesson was and i love this uh never praise anyone even if they deserve it yeah and don't put any trust into anyone's hands and then the, into anyone but your own and then like his brother i'm not saying he's an idiot but his response to this is well i trust you completely i trust you more than myself 
And you're like, oh, dude, that is so the wrong way to play this. Are you trying to make your older brother have more contempt for you? <sighs> but he's weak. Well, uh... we'll see. We'll see where this relationship goes. Yeah, keep it now. Keep it quiet. I know. I'm trying. No, I mean, obviously he's going to do something. I know he's going to do something because he's talked about it on the show. And he's like, just he, but previously he has been like, just you wait. You know, I've got, I've got moves of my own. He said to himself. So I know, I know there that's going to come up at some point, but. Well, no, why he is like this is when you find that out. Okay. Well, we will talk about that after. When you find it out. All right. Yeah. But yeah, Jun was just absolutely a monster. It's just like, if you were smarter, I could have actually liked you. Jesus. <laughs> it's so, it's so brutal. horrible. It's just yeah. brutal. Yeah. And then we get the uh, the nightmarish flashback to uh, Jun Wu pulling the plug on his comatose uh-huh. dad. Well, not pulling the plug, poisoning him, but still. Like the dad was in a coma, likely never to get out. And Jun Wu says, I'm going to do what you always taught me and write my own story. Yeah. And that story is a guy who had to take over a company too young when his dad died. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. It is It is rough. And uh, his brother's like, yeah, I always knew you killed our dad. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, you see them him he, because he was sitting outside the room. Yeah, and but I mean the and it's like if you want to know who this dad was, uh, Juno's final words to him are, "I hope that mom punches you when actually you're going straight to hell." <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> they had quite a relationship these two, didn't they? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's brutal, and I love it. I love them so much. Well, because, much. yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because in some ways you, you almost, you, you, yeah. you have that mix of this is a horrible thing he's doing, but maybe the man deserved it. Yep. You know, and because, okay, maybe he's sort of redeemable or yeah. he's not, he's not, yes, he's given us some pretty Awful. sort of, yeah awful things up to this point but you know after all he does he is crazy about uh and and he's still going to you know destroy her life as part of this war yeah Yeah. you know but it's it's like he's a complicated figure that's the thing like he is a very complicated figure you know he really is uh yeah it's okay so now we've got they're going to uh he's running out of way we got a conversation between um vincenzo and mr cho talking about how they have no idea how they're going to stop right yeah uh and it's like mr cho's like if we just we could tear it down ourselves first and vincenzo's like yeah but we would have to get the entire city government and police force to sign off on it or they're going to completely like we could blow up the building, but they're going to swamp the place. And how do we move the gold out with cops and city workers everywhere? Yeah. Like we would have to get them to sign off on us demolishing it. And you can't get that in five days, you know, because <laughs> that's the thing. The other guys can demolish it illegally, 
because they just have to pay fines. And some of the workers might have to do a year in jail, but they'll all get paid off. But Vincenzo not only needs to knock it down, he needs a full day alone with it after it's been knocked down to cart away the gold along with the rubble. Yeah. And so, yeah, like he can't do it illegally, illegally the way Babel can do it. Like Babel can knock this down illegally because they just need it to be broken down. Yeah. He needs access. Yeah. And so he's like, well, I got a plan, but it's a Hail Mary. It's, it's not a good plan, but it's one I've done before. Who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows what these plans are? That's the one thing. Yeah. That's what keeps you going is what is Vincenzo going to do next? Yep. And then we get more of all of the uh, uh, all of the people who work in the building, all of whom are completely and utterly distracted and can't focus on their lives because they're thinking about something. Yeah. They're all like, and they oh, we see them all screwing up on all of their jobs. Yep. And now we cut back to four days ago when we finally found out what the homeless guy said. Yeah. Which is, he knows that there's gold under the building. <laughs> Yes, there's gold. No, he doesn't know where it is, but this no is what idea happened. where it is. But he knows that what happened was a uh, a couple of guys were drinking and bragging about how they moved a bunch of gold into the building, and uh, like one of them had a picture of him standing in front of a wall full of gold, and he's like, "Who thought? Who you knows? I thought it was just guys drunk and talking," until somebody came into the room, uh, the bar. And stabbed them to death. Yep, killed all of them. Yep, killed all of the good guys who were drinking while I was hiding in the back. And I got so yeah, obviously they knew something, and the gold is definitely what it was. So now they all know why Vincenzo wants the building, and suddenly they don't want to leave because uh, they got at they might be able to get some gold out of it they might be able to find the gold for yeah. themselves i know there could be a giant windfall if they can manage to stay in the building yeah i mean they have no idea how much no. it, well Jeez. it's giant stacks of gold that's plenty but yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it's doesn't really matter how much gold is gold, right? Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, you know, like there's there's eight of them and there's whatever the amount of gold is, it's enough to change their lives for the better. Yeah. Oh man. So then it's uh so yeah, uh, we might be getting some conflict between Vincenzo and the people of the building. I guess we'll find out. Uh then we get uh the chairman's big speech. Yeah. Right, we get the chairman's big speech. Unfortunately, they have one of those Keurig machines, which are just god awful for the environment. But I'm not going to pretend that every office doesn't have them. So, it's just instant coffee, people. That's it's all just I just dehydrated coffee. You can have just as good coffee by you know taking a spoonful out of a jar and mixing it yourself. The Keurig machine does nothing. It just adds water to instant coffee. Don't get a Keurig machine. <laughs> Well, what's really interesting is is that they also have instant coffee in those little long packets. They do, yeah. Yeah, you know. And the, I don't think we ever see the Keurig machine again. Hopefully. But it's just uh, so obviously product placement. Oh, everything. There is so There's much. so much product placement on the show. I mean, for God's sake, Centrum has product placement on this program. Yeah. You know what Centrum is? No. Vitamin pills for women and men. Oh, I didn't know. 
Yeah. yeah, it's called Centrum. Neat. And so now things get really great because he uh, Vincenzo goes and says, I'd finalize the deal for all, you all to move rent free into a new building. And then, uh, you know, it makes you feel like go. you're taking crazy. Not only do none of them want to go, but the goons, the local mobsters who work for Babel <laughs> come in and say, we agree with Vincenzo. You should move. This is a great deal. This is a great deal. Here's the contract you're supposed to sign. So and now he doesn't understand. How did I end up on the same side as the gangsters? And so they do a giant chant about how they want to uh, stay in their building because it means so much to them. They're going to defend their building. And uh, what's interesting is to stay undercover, the, uh, you get a confused look from the, uh, the spy. But then he joins in the chant, too, because he's like, he doesn't actually know about the gold, but he's still in on the chant. Yes. He's still on the chant, still part of the community, which I really liked. And then you get Vincenzo screaming and swearing in Italian that this is all going so wrong. And one of my favorite lines yet, the, uh, the paralegals, he even looks great when he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fantastic and then he's like how do you look when you're angry and he has the most ridiculous face in the world yeah. <laughs> oh my god and then of course uh this is when the cops come in and arrest cha young oh for embezzlement and ra and bribery and basic fraud and corruption and then we get a great joke where they put all of the evidence on five uh, on five memory keys with the colors of the Olympic flag because she won't she'll be in jail until the next Olympics three years from now. It's pretty funny, honestly. It is a pretty funny way to say that. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. Oh, the colors represent the Olympic flag. Oh, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. All right, so. And of course, Vincenzo says he doesn't believe any of it. Uh, because the thing is, we know they've also... It, the funny thing is, like, yeah, she committed actual bribery. She did do that, but she didn't embezzle from the firm. So they've also created fake evidence. Yeah. Right? They've also created fake evidence. So she's like, can you go and deal with this, please? And he's like, this isn't going to be as easy as last time. You know, last time they were just framing you in the most ridiculous possible way. This time it's based on stuff you actually did. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be harder to make it go away. And she's like, okay, well, you know, we pussyfoot around this the whole time, but you're in the mob. Figure <laughs> something out. You can do this. You're in the mob. This is your job. Figure it out. You're a lawyer for the mob. Come on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And he just, he can't even look at her eyes. He's like, you're not supposed to talk about this stuff in public. Yeah, well, that's been a problem all along, right? She oh, yeah. Blurts out. Blurts stuff out all of the time. Jeez. And he's like, fine, I'll take care of it the way my father would. Yeah. She's like, oh, fantastic. Well, I'm just going to take a nap here. Let me know when this is resolved. <laughs> Oh, she's such a wonderful character. Like, there's so many layers to her and so many different, like, there's so many different sides to her character. Oh, yes, but yes. yeah, 
all you have to do is go back to the way you first meet her, right? Exactly. Yeah. And all the stuff with her and her father. And like, it's, it's really good. Like they've really painted such a wonderful portrait with this woman because there's so many sides to her and she, uh, her wonderful way of using the bubbly, no worries thing to cope with these (laughs) terrible situations. It's really good. What? Me worry? (laughs) I know. And then so Vincenzo's like, okay, uh, I know that uh, Miss Choi tried to bribe the chief prosecutor and it went terribly because the gossip has gotten around. Right. Uh, And I don't know the source of that gossip, but there you go. Uh, So then he sees her going to a, uh, he sees her going to a casino because she's so pissed off. And they play... Baccarat! Yes. They play Baccarat. James Bond's chosen game. Yeah. Uh, And if you're not familiar with the rules of Baccarat, you get two cards, and whichever player is closer to nine wins. And that's that's the whole game. Because literally, there's the bank, and then there's the player, and you bet on which of them is going to win. Well, you can play on other games. But you can play against yeah. other players, or you, you can, can play, play against, against the bank. The bank, exactly. The bank, right? Yeah, yeah. And this and, is where um, you have the shoe. The shoe, exactly. And there are only ever two players, right? And that is the key part. There are only ever two players in this game, and so there, uh, obviously, the bank has its thing, and the player is betting themselves, and everyone else can choose who they want to bet on—the player yeah. or the bank. And what's interesting is, uh, oh, and um, face card uh, number cards obviously count for what they count. 10 and all face cards are zero. Yes. Right. And so like, for example, if you get a, if you get a seven and a nine, well, that's 16. So you just drop off the one and your point is six. So obviously the best possible hand is, you know, uh, a natural nine, just like blackjack, you basically. And a face card. Yeah. On a face. You want a face card and a nine to win immediately. I mean, you have a one and an eight and stuff, but yes, you basically want that. Uh, players card banker cards they bet and of course vincenzo wins because there you go yeah because as he as he as he said to her you should yep. you know don't you want to bet on me no yeah why would no, I? And he that? specifically says and this is the part i love and she says she always bets on the bank and he says i always bet on the player because again she values the establishment yeah yeah like the bank is the establishment and the house always wins and blah, 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 blah. And that's how she's lived her whole life. She was always on the side of the establishment until it became clear that the real power was not being in a prosecutor, it was being in one of the big money firms. So then that's the new establishment. She'll always go with the safer bet. That's the key. Yeah. Right. Even in the little gambling scene we reveal, right? And even this little gambling see, uh, yeah. thing where pointing up against and that's why it's so important that they were playing baccarat because it's the one game where you can bet on the house yeah in no other game can you bet on the casino winning really you know it's always you're betting on what the player does here you're literally betting on the casino winning yeah it's fascinating anyway um he said <laughs> vincenzo says okay and they go and they sit down they have a drink and he's like here's the deal you know enough pussyfooting around you get chai young out of jail and I'll get you the prosecutor. You know, I'll corrupt the prosecutor for you. And she's like, how could you possibly do that? And he's like, hey, it doesn't, I don't have to tell you my methods. If I do it, you get her out. 
and let's sign a, co a contract to uh, that effect. Like literally sign a contract saying, here is the crime we're going to commit together. Yeah. <laughs> so she can't back out. Which is a nice touch. And of course, he signs it using the new pen. <sighs> All right. And then we get the uh, then we get the payoff to the Italian scene. We see the prosecutor. <laughs> we see the prosecutor. Right. Gosh, uh, watching his son at, at the son's uh, soccer camp. And who should walk in? but the head of uh, the Milano football club. And nobody knew they were coming. No one had any idea that this was one of the camps they were going to be visiting looking for people. <laughs> and Vincenzo, because uh, Vincenzo just says to him, I know what you want. You don't want money. You don't want prestige and power. You want your son to be a football star. I can make that happen. <laughs> How can you possibly make that happen? In walks the team, <laughs> the team's head coach. And, he, and he's like, waves to Vincenzo. Vincenzo waves back because, of course, they're buddies. And then they're talking in Italian, right? So I'm this one, Italian. yeah, that one. This uh, one is like, you know you're asking me to take the worst kid here. Sorry. Like, sorry, but, you know. So, yeah, he's <laughs> going to turn that guy's son into a football star, no matter what it takes. Because the guy owns Vincen owes Vincenzo a bunch of favors. <laughs> it's such a nice reveal. Well, they're friends. Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to take him to Milan to learn how to play football. <laughs> it's such uh, a good reveal. And again, we knew this was coming. Obviously, this yeah. one, there are reversals we don't know. There are surprises we don't know. That one we knew right away. Well, that one you knew had to be coming, pay off pretty quickly. Oh, absolutely. Because there's absolutely no other reason to bring yeah. it up. Uh, what I did love, though, was um, the translation. And I'm so glad they put the translation in there, because obviously you wouldn't get the joke. Uh, Prosecutor Huang is the, the guy she was trying to corrupt. And in her phone, when she gets a call from him, Miss Choi's phone says it's his name is Snake Huang. <laughs> <laughs> we got no respect for the guy. She thinks he's a scumbag. I love it. <laughs> he just couldn't figure out why she couldn't buy the scumbag. Yep, exactly. Like, he's corrupt. Why can't I buy him? Well, there you go. And he's like, I'm just going to need details about this quote-unquote partnership. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and on some level, she really didn't think Vincenzo was going to be able to pull it off. But he does. And Sha uh, Young gets out of jail. And we get a wonderfully, you know, a wonderfully sweet scene where is where Vincenzo is waiting for with her preferred coffee, with her ridiculous sweet iced coffee that she always has. <laughs> it's very nice. It is a wonderful scene. Yeah. And the best part is her love of uh, her love of talking way too loud in public about this stuff is like, how did you pull it off? And he's like, maybe we could talk about that outside. Yes. <laughs> maybe don't talk about that in front of the cops well, um, from but her perspective she still feels like she's above oh yeah like even like though she's she has been twice now yeah. twice put yep. in jail for things well one the, the latest of course yes part of it she did the yeah. other part the other one was just fake Yep. and you know I. she just is still at Wusong, yeah. part of her she head is like, at Wusong, where she can say anything she wants, 
Mm-hmm. And there's no blowback. Yeah. Because Wusan has, owns everybody. Oh, yeah. And what I love about it is that she says, okay, well, how did you? Right? How did you do this? How did you get me out? And, he, and he's like, I had to give her the prosecutor. And she's like, yeah, but isn't that going to cause problems? <laughs> like, if the prosecutor works for Wusang now, isn't that going to cause us problems going forward? And he's like, I had to get you out. And it was the only card I had to play. So yeah. I played it. And he's like, oh, he's so sweet. Yes. And then she says, and it was the right thing to do. It absolutely was uh, the right thing to do. And so, meanwhile, all of the uh, denizens of the building have been getting together, right? In the uh, <laughs> denizens of the building have been getting together and saying, we're going to have a protest. We're not going to let them demolish our building. Meanwhile, Vincenzo has told Mr. Cho to go hire 10 or so tough guys to brawl with the goons who come up to the demolish the place. And he's like, be sure they all have, all right, uh, get, get them all in a uniform so that when we film them getting brutally beaten up by the, uh, by the goons, we can get the media on our side. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. It's a nice plan. Uh, they... Oh God, this scene is so good. Uh, this is all... <laughs> you get the wonderful scene where a, uh, a truck, drives by covering the whole lobby in fog right uh which is going to be important later right uh so he insured right and this is so good the guys on the bus who are supposed to brawl right the guys who are uh, who are supposed to brawl one of them gets a phone on uh gets a notification on his app that he's been near someone who has covid <laughs> And since everybody's in the bus with him, now they all have to go get tested. And now so they can't come and brawl with the goons because they might <laughs> spread COVID to the goons. And you can't do that. <laughs> no, it was just so funny. In fact, they said, I've had a, 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 yeah, I mean, they didn't use the word. Well, no, they don't say that's COVID. That's what it was. We know what it is. Yes, yeah. that, that's it, right? So off they go, like Sault St. Marie these days. Yeah. But what I love is he even, I just love that he he stage manages the entire fight where he says he says to the, the guy in charge of the demolition, send the mafia guys over and tell them that there's going to be a bunch of guys in red jackets who are leading the protest and that's who you're supposed to beat up. And he's told the red jacket guys fight them, but you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to let them win because you have to look like your victims. And then he's hired the kid who's got the popular webcast <laughs> to go and film it, all, film it all to make sure that it all gets out there. Except, except now his tough guys aren't showing up, but who <laughs> does come walking up to the building ah! wearing a red jacket? <laughs> So they start to beat him up, and of course the <laughs> guys are all in. Right, and then all of the people who are planning their protest hear that they're, you know, a buddy of theirs is getting beat. Like as he says, "No one beats up my apprentice." Yeah. <laughs> off they go. Off they go, and there is a giant brawl. Oh. There's a giant brawl out in the lobby that. As as it's happening, we notice that, um, and this is the part, this is the one, okay, I'm going to complain about um, something 
in Vincenzo for the first time ever. I'm going to complain about something. I like they they so elegantly set up that the fight scene is a recreation of the painting of the French Revolution. That uh-huh. I don't think they needed to actually show us the painting again. Like I think you can trust the audience to remember the painting from the beginning of the episode. Right? But just to be sure we get it, they also fade to the painting. Yeah. Yeah. And that is that is the uh-huh. one thing I object to slightly. Well, that's I mean, it's, it's, it's not a big problem. We're seven episodes, so we're seven times right. 1.3, so we're 10 hours. <laughs> okay, okay, your okay. first complaint. Right. I, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you're right, you're right. I, yeah, it's we're okay. 560 minutes into the series, and I am only now complaining about you something. You know, I mean, this is pretty good. <laughs> For oh, us. yeah. Oh, you absolutely. Know? For us who complain about everything all the time, yeah, this is a pretty darn good record. And the funny <laughs> thing is, okay, the funny thing is there are all sorts of little things, too, that I am sure that I would pick up if I was Korean. And yeah. so it, this is a European painting. Yes. And many Because people, it's a famous French painting. Oh, doesn't yeah, mean people in Korea are going to be familiar with it. Yeah, are going to be, even though they've seen it at the beginning of the episode. That All the, no, but mean. I guess you're right. All of this stuff about the French Revolution, to people like you and I, yeah, like we always immediately recognize revolutionary art uh, for what it means. Yeah. But that's not something that, it, you're right, that's not something that's going to immediately jump out at an audience. So it just, I mean, it just might be that, they did have to, they felt it was better to kind of do a callback. Yeah, just to make sure people got it. You know, so that, I mean, that's part of when you're watching something else that has clearly some big cultural stuff going on here that some of it we can figure out. Like, it's just like last episode, we're going, but you can't, if you have, meth in your system you can't testify in testify time. yeah I mean, you know and you have to all. go then you would have to go and look at the legal system in korea right 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 <laughs> right to i get understand it why that is there yeah that makes um, sense and in the sa- and you're right in the same way we can't assume that the stuff that's you know completely in the same way that the stuff that's completely common knowledge for them that baffles us there's stuff that's completely no- uh common knowledge for us that is not part of their normal cultural lexicon yeah that's it i know and you make a good point yes i shouldn't be so uh i shouldn't be so hard on them for that point because you're right what do what does the average uh korean viewing audience of this show know or care about the french revolution right yeah you know ask them about the rape of nine king they might know something (laughs) yeah they're gonna Uh, they're gonna have a lot more to say that's absolutely true yeah you know it it is um can i make one comment now that we're a little off whenever we're talking this is to our listening audience whenever we're talking about the lobby of the gugma 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 Plaza. plaza yeah it's outside yes and i think that that because it's the same talk, giant outside plaza where they had the party in the or in yeah, the second in the party, episode, right? But if we talk about it as a building's lobby, for us, a building's lobby is inside. Indoors. 
Yeah. Right? Whereas mm-hmm. here, it's everything in essentially there's an outer wall yes. of the building, and everything on the inside is the lobby. Is the lobby until you actually get into inside the to the building. Yeah. Yes. No, you're absolutely right, and we should have made that clear. Yeah. Well, I it just it only dawned on me. I don't even know when. So I mean, because I didn't bring it up before, but yeah. I. I sort of thought, but this time... No, it's definitely worth... It definitely merits mentioning. Yeah, it's a great fight scene. Yeah, oh, it's a great fight scene. And and you're looking at these people, right? And oh, and of course, the woman who owns the the snack bar. Yes. It's her birthday. Yep, and so she's wearing... That's why they were always in the the restaurant. They were celebrating her birthday. Her birthday. And she bought herself a brand new white dress. Yeah, a giant white dress. And you look exactly like Lady Liberty from the painting. But as as it as it ends up, she yeah. looks exactly like well, she doesn't look exactly right because she no, has, but it's clear her breasts aren't aren't, aren't exposed. Open yes. and, you know, but no, it's it's clear what role she's serving in the tableau. In the tableau, but you don't know that before the fight. No, you don't. That's what well, makes it such a good scene. <laughs> So it's like you only at the end realize realize how they've been setting you up the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I know. No, it's it's fantastic. It is it is a fantastic. Scene. Yeah, you can see them in this writing room, right? Oh yeah, it's okay, it's great. Let's put her in a wet dress. So how are we yeah, do just so it all <laughs> so it all, all ties together. Together, yeah. No, it's it's beautifully done. All right, so that's the end of this episode. It was fantastic every week i say it's the best episode uh yet and every week i mean it (laughs) uh seriously though it's a fantastic episode i can't wait to see what happens next after this brawl it's gonna be great i just know it but for now we're gonna wrap this up if you have any questions if you have any comments if there's any profiling related fiction you think we should take a look at please Drop us a line at ProfilingCriminalMinds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you were listening to us on some sort of an app or podcatcher, you can find us at, uh, sorry, find us there and rate and review because that is how other people find the show. We're going to see you back here next week for more Vincenzo. But until then, we'll say that's right. Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.